0: This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show.
1: Welcome to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti going solo this week without my beautiful wife, Remy. Great to be with you on all of our radio affiliates across this beautiful country. Our special guest this week is Jacksonville Jaguars kicker Riley Patterson. We're in the NFL... Divisional round of the playoffs this weekend, and Riley kicked a 36-yard field goal last Saturday night to lift the Jaguars to a 31-30 comeback win over the L.A. Chargers. The Jags were down 27-0 in this game. Doug Peterson is their coach. We know Doug from Philly when he led the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Trevor Lawrence threw four first-half Interceptions, Then four touchdown passes. They come back. Riley's in this position to kick the game-winning field goal. And what's so cool about it is after he kicked the field goal, he was wearing a cross necklace and it was tucked into his jersey. He, he, he pulled it out before the kick. I asked him about that. He explains that what, what transpired there. And then he held it up as, as the cameras are on him afterwards. He held it up and he, he held the cross. And we talk about that. And it's just a, an awesome reminder for all of us, what the Bible tells us about giving glory to God in everything we do. First Corinthians 10.31, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, all the glory, do it all to the glory of God. And that was a, a primary example uh, of someone in that moment, in that spotlight, not pointing at him, not saying I did this. It's not because of me. It's not because of my greatness. It's because of the Lord putting me in this position. And I know often in sports, the cynics and and people out there who, who just don't quite understand say, well, "Well, does God favor one team over another?" It's not about favoring a team over another. It's not about God rooting for one particular. You got Christians on both sides of the ball. You got, you got guys praying and 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 deep in their faith and strong relationships with the Lord on both teams. It's not about pick. It's about when you're in that moment, when the spotlight is on us, when we do so. Not pointing to our own accomplishments, but just giving him the glory. Letting everyone know, hey, it's not because of me. A million other people can be successful in various different avenues of their lives. And we can choose To say, hey, look at me. Look how great I am. Look how good I am. Look what I've been able to do. Look how hard I worked. Or in those moments, while recognizing, yes, we put in the hard work. Yes, we do the steps that are necessary to to be successful. But God is the one who allows us to wake up every day. God is the one who has blessed us with those skills Those talents, those abilities. And let's not forget, we need opportunity. In whatever walk of life, we need opportunity. Whether you're an athlete, you need to be scouted at the right moment by the right person to perhaps give you a scholarship to get to college, to then be put on that level, to be noticed, and then to be drafted or signed as an undrafted free agent or whatever it may be. But we need opportunity. And there are folks who are there are people in who don't get that opportunity. So when when an athlete is pointing the glory or pointing to Christ and giving the glory to God, it's not about hey, thank you for helping me beat that team. I must have prayed a little bit harder. No, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's it's about thank you for the blessings of my life. Thank you for the moment. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for helping me be here right now with this platform. So if Riley misses that kick, and and we talk about it, he may he may eventually be cut. That's the life of an NFL kicker, and it's a it's a great conversation. He'll get into that and how. You know I've noticed over the five six years that we've done this show, and and previously when I wrote uh, football faith. A, there's a lot of kickers who are strong men of faith. David Akers comes to mind, who played for the Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco 49ers. Ryan Suckup, who was on the show earlier this year, that, well, earlier this season from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just a lot of guys who are uh, men of faith who are kickers. And it's it's interesting what Riley says about being a kicker and needing to have that faith because, man, you're living day to day. You're living week to week sometimes. You have a, a tough night. We saw Monday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys, Kicker Brett Mart missed four straight extra points. Nobody's ever done that in the history of the NFL. He missed four straight extra points. They won the game. Those points didn't matter in the end, but they certainly mattered to him and his future. And the Cowboys bring in another kicker this week on a practice squad because obviously they're concerned. But it's it's day-to-day. So if you don't have that relationship with the Lord whether you're a kicker in the NFL or no matter what profession we're in if we don't have that relationship with the Lord to keep us humble to keep us stable to keep us focused to allow us to deal with the highs and deal with the lows we can crumble we can easily crumble so it's very difficult in those it's very difficult in those moments when you don't have when you don't understand that there is someone else calling all the shots And if we just give him all the glory and put our peace and our hope in him, we'll be fine. Matthew 5, 16 says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. And I love love this verse because, again, it's the same concept of giving the glory to God, letting others see, hey, whatever I'm doing, it's not because I'm. I want the pat on the back. It's not because I want the accolades. It's because, hey, I want you to know that there's this peace in in my life. There's this peace in my heart. there's this joy that comes from my relationship with the lord and and others may may see that and not understand it at first. Some are turned off by faith, some are turned off by religion. We talk a lot about religion on on this show and and what religion um the connotation behind it. I, I I say to people, I'm not a religious person. I believe in having a relationship with the Lord because religion to me is structure. It's man-made. It's created. It's traditional. It's ritualistic. It's prayer. It's following this, that, and the other. Relationship with the Lord is is up to us and how we want to handle that. How often do we reach out to Christ. How often do we talk to him? Where do we take him? Do we allow him in every area of our lives? Do we allow him in certain parts and keep him on the outside? He wants that open door policy. Be involved in every aspect of our lives. So let your light shine before others. That's what Riley did. He he let his light shine. He may go out this weekend and we don't know what's going to happen. Jaguars are playing the Kansas City Chiefs. That's a tough matchup. Student versus the mentor, Doug Peterson, who played for Andy Reid in Philadelphia as a backup quarterback. They were together in Green Bay, too, when Andy was an assistant. Then he coached under him in Philly, coached under him in Kansas City, left KC, got the head job in Philly. So you got the number one seed Chiefs against the number four seed Jaguars, who perennially have been a losing franchise. And, and this year they win the AFC South. They great comeback. We don't know what's going to happen. Riley may not have that moment again to express himself, but he did on Saturday night big game NBC Saturday night football last week and he chose after making that winning kick, let's highlight the lord. Let's let's hold that cross. So that conversation is coming up and you'll hear his reasoning, his what was going through his mind and a little bit about his life as an NFL kicker. As I say, it's difficult It's one of the toughest positions because we we never highlight kickers unless they screw up. They mess up. That's when you point to them. They they make a kick. Oh, they're supposed to. They did their job. But, man, it ain't easy. It's not easy. The other games this weekend, also, Eagles, number one seed against the Giants on Saturday night. Sunday, you got the rematch between the Bengals and the Bills, that game that was canceled in the regular season, just few weeks ago, was it two, three weeks ago when DeMar Hamlin collapsed? He's made a remarkable recovery at this point, but still needs those prayers. And it's great to see that intersection of sports and faith. So I actually reached out to Ryan because I'm doing a story for AP about this, which is really cool to get that opportunity to do a story. And I thought, well, hey, he's a perfect person to have on this show as well. So that's coming up. You're going to hear from Jaguars kicker Riley Patterson. You're listening to Faith on a Field show presented by International Justice Mission.
0: Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you, we need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free.
2: Hi, this is Remy Mahdi, co-host of Faith on a Field show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors Exclusive Properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes, I love beach homes, I love new homes, I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com.
1: Hi, this is Rob Motti. You've heard us talk about International Justice Mission and how they are working to protect people from human trafficking and violence. There's a new podcast that gives you a deep dive into IJM's work protecting children from online sexual exploitation. This immersive experience introduces you to Ruby, who was lured into online sexual exploitation when she was only 16 years old. Go to IJM.org slash Ruby to journey through her incredible story and learn how you can make protecting children like Ruby your fight, too.
0: This is Derrick Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show.
1: Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Mahdi with Remy. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonthefieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the full interviews on there. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on a Field and tell a friend or two about the show. I want to take a minute to thank all of our wonderful sponsors, International Justice Mission and Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at faithonafieldshow.com. Our guest this week, Jacksonville Jaguars kicker Riley Patterson in his first season, full season in the NFL. He had some opportunities in in 2021 with a few other teams. Here is my conversation with Riley Patterson. Congratulations on what a great comeback and you capping it off with that kick. Tell me, man, as you approach, you take the field, you're going in that position. You guys are down 27-0. And now you are you got a shot to win the game. What What's going through your mind?
3: Yeah, well, I mean, that's really something that you dream of as a kicker. Um, that whole moment, that whole process, you know, coming back um, late in the game, in the playoffs, in the NFL, um, and having to come down to you, not only to, you know, to put us ahead but uh, put the game away at the very end of the game. And you really try and stay focused, try and stay present. Um, you know, I'm big on my faith. Um, so, I mean – constantly praying throughout the game. I can feel my, my mother's prayers from the stands um, as they're all into their faith as well. And it's uh, uh, being lifted up in prayer is um, it's something I don't take very lightly. And I can feel it in those big moments and uh, kind of letting the Holy Spirit take over, letting muscle memory take over and just not making it bigger than it needs to be and just uh, making sure I do my small part in it.
1: Now, when the Chargers called a timeout, I didn't notice this, and my wife's watching a game with me. And by the way, she's not a big football fan, but she's watching a game with me for moments like this. She says he took the, the necklace, his cross necklace, out from underneath the jersey and put it out. And it was during the timeout, so before the kick. Did you do that subconsciously? Was it instinctive? Was there, Do you recall doing that?
3: Uh, I recall doing it. Um, I do that for pretty much every kick, I think. Okay. Uh, Sometimes it gets caught in uh, my in my shoulder pads, which really isn't good because sometimes like it makes my neck stay down. Um, (laughs) But before every kick, I mean, I I wear this for a reason um, and I wear it during games for a reason um, so that people can see it. So I don't want to make a kick, especially one such as big as that um, without it being around my neck and visible for people to see. Um, I wear this every day. Um, It never comes off me. Um, I've been wearing this for probably the past eight years, um, got my sister got to me when I was in second grade. So it never comes off, but during games, I like to, instead doctor in, keeping it out, um, for, I, I guess situations, uh, like last night, um, I never thought of it, you know, being this big of a deal, but, uh, yeah, just for moments like that, I guess.
1: And then of course, after you make the kick, right. It didn't get tangled. You make the kick, they, they're picking you up. You, you take it off and you hold it in front of the cameras and some cameras, took the shot, some held the view, some panned away. What were you thinking as you held it there, giving God the glory?
3: Um, That's exactly what I was thinking, Uh, making sure that not I, but he get the glory for any action um, that um, I have here. Nothing that I've done or my family will do um, is anything but a gift from God. And um, I want everyone to realize that and to know that it's nothing that I do. And especially in such a big moment like that, as a kicker, you don't, you know, You're not able to promote, um, you know, things that you want all the time because you're not always in the limelight. But um, in that moment, you are in that big moment. So I prayed many, many times if I ever got in that situation um, that I would praise God with my actions and my words. I never thought about doing this until the day prior. Actually, Um, I had like a little daydream. I was just driving uh, to to the stadium or I don't know what. And I had a daydream. I would like take my cross out and like, you know, hold it up, you know, people could see. And kind of crazy, it actually happened. So I, as soon as I made the kick, I went over there and I take the cross off and I, I'm like, I'm I'm gonna make sure that if someone sees my face after this, that they'll they'll see this first, and you can't ignore it. So that was the main goal.
1: Well, that's pretty cool, and so much reaction to that on social media, and especially from those who appreciated you doing that. Did it kind of surprise you the 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 attention that that got, or or did you kind of you know expect something like that?
3: Yeah, since it really wasn't a pre-planned thing, it's not like I was thinking about doing that before the kick or anything. I was just thinking about the kick, and then it kind of caught up to me then. So everything was a surprise. I didn't think anybody would you know, message me about it, or, <laughs> or I didn't think the Jags would be kind enough to post that as one of their pictures. I really appreciate them doing that. I know a lot of people would shy away from that. They did not. I appreciate that. Um, but so many people have reached into me uh, like on my direct messages, on social media, Just saying uh, thank you for, you know, showing glory to God and how it inspired them, Um, you know, that in such a big moment, like that is for me, the biggest moment of my career um, that, you know, we're praising God in that moment. It's not about us having composure and compassion for, you know, the one who gives us everything. Um, So it was really cool to see so many people appreciate that.
1: Riley, how much do you need your faith as, as a kicker in the NFL? Cause it can't be easy. You bounced around, right. Coming out of college, you have three, four uh, different opportunities. Now you're with the Jaguars. You're here in the playoffs, but it, it's a difficult life, right? People think about how glamorous it is to be an, a professional athlete. Man, I don't even know if kickers can, can have their bags unpacked at times. It's, it's that tough. What's it like? And how much do you, do you lean on your faith to help you in those moments?
3: I'll be honest with you. I told my wife this many times. I got married in uh, this past April. I'm like, man, if you're not a Christian and you don't have faith and you don't have, like, something to fall back on, I don't know how you can uh, be a kicker in this league, man. They, you bounce around a lot, you know. And to be honest, like, if I miss that kick, there's there's a chance, like, you could get cut, honestly. So you really kind of live and die with each one you go out there. So you try and stay present in it. But, I mean, my faith is everything. Um, Kicking is very spiritual for me. Because it's a direct representative, I feel like, on uh, my life. You know, you go, um, all the things that you do uh, in your worship time or in your prayer time, and you're reading scripture, when you're going to church, you only get highlighted so many moments in your life. And because you spend so much time in scripture praying um, in big moments in your life, that's when it shows. You know, when your feet are against the fire, like that's when, um, you know, you show who you are. And I'm thankful that God's been working in uh, my life for so long that he's able to, you know, glorify himself, you know, through actions of my own.
1: Did you watch Monday night's game and see what unfolded with Brett Marr Like, I, I know people are so quick to jump on social media and criticize. And <laughs> I, I could sympathize with a guy like in that position, in that spotlight. Fortunately for him, it didn't matter. They win the game. Did you first of all, were you watching and what were you thinking?
3: Uh, I was watching, and I I can promise you this for him, it very much so did matter. Um, You never want a game to come down to a miss like that, especially as a kicker. I mean, luckily that they get an advance and they're, you know, going to continue to go with them, um, what it seems like. And he's a great guy. I definitely have a lot of sympathy and empathy for what happened to him. Um, But I'm really glad that he got one in at the very end to kind of get him going for next game. But that's a tough position to be in. I haven't been in that position. Um, Thankfully, it's missed that many in a row. But uh, the mental gymnastics that you go through in a miss like that, it's it's very difficult. So having yourself grounded um, in your faith is something I think is necessary um, for success in in this league.
1: Riley, I know Coach Peterson from his time in Philadelphia, and I know he's a man of faith. Uh, had an event with Doug at the American Bible Society in the Philadelphia area. I was in the locker room when they won the Super Bowl, and afterwards they all took a knee and recited the Lord's Prayer, led by Doug. I know he comes in to Jacksonville in a tough situation, changes the culture there. you weren't there last year you're there this year. What has he meant to you and that team and the organization from just your short time with them
3: uh so much I mean as a man of faith, I appreciate other men who are actively growing in their Christian faith. And you can tell that he is, um, always shows up to chapel, brought his own pastor to chapel, uh, once before, which I thought was amazing. And it's always so impressive because I I don't see that very often. And the guy who's in charge of everything, one who's running the show, when you know who he answers to, um, it gives you a lot more faith in who he is and kind of like the direction as a team, And after every game, we say the Lord's Prayer. And even when, you know, DeMar in that situation, um, as terrible as it was, I do feel like it brought a lot of people closer because, I mean, he he walked out in front of the team meeting and he said his own prayer, uh, had the whole team by their heads. And I think that's pretty impressive. I I don't know many coaches that would do that. And uh, to do it on his own, I think, is very big. And uh, I appreciate him very, very much for doing that.
1: That's pretty awesome. So what is the the Christian culture on the Jaguars team with Bible study and with chapel? Is that something that you guys get together weekly, uh, before games, in the middle of the week? What's that like?
3: Yeah, Bible study has been great. Uh, we have a couple of people go to that. That's been a little um, inconsistent every once in a while with different schedules. But yeah, about once a week is when we go. We have the prayers right before the games in the shower, uh, which uh, so many people are a part of and kind of pour out their hearts before the game. Um, pour out their insecurities and how they feel about the game. And and also, you know, excitement for the game and make sure that we give the glory to God and that, you know, the battle, the real battle is already won. So uh, the pressure on this one's not as much as you think. Um, And then obviously chapel the night before the games. um, It's a, it's been really cool to be a part of this. There's a Christian culture here on this team. So many people go to chapel. Um, It really is amazing to see that. Um, It's so many, you know, young men that are actually growing in their faith it's uh it's cool to be a part of it's infectious
1: that's pretty cool man what's what's your day like at practice riley because uh, i've you know i go to practice and i see the kicker and the punter and the holder and, and they're all on the side and you're working and, and you're working at your own pace but you're out there what, what what is a day in your football life like
3: Uh i mean some days are definitely more strenuous than others um regular wednesday thursdays right? This week, it's more of a Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, you know, we'll go out um, about 30 minutes or so before, and uh, I'll get the majority of my, uh, you know, warm-up kicks in then. Because right now, we're working uh, just on the stadium field, and I'll get out there early. I'll, I'll hit some um, kicks in there. Then after that, we'll get live ops during the warm-ups, and then we'll go straight into field goal period, get a lot of work in there then after that, a lot of like uh, mental preparation, kind of walking through my steps. Steps are very important as a kicker, making sure that you're aligned right. So when it's time to do your job, you can go ahead and not think about it. Um, and then mentally preparing myself to where I don't have to think at all once I get out on the field, even during my steps. Um, those are the biggest things that I work at during practice. And then we'll have a couple of one-off field goals and then kickoffs as well later on in practice. And the one-off field goals I think are very important because they're the most game-like Today we had uh, some some uh, noise getting blown through the speakers because I heard that Arrowhead is very loud. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, preparing for that.
1: Uh, no doubt. You know what? I can't talk about Doug without asking about ice cream. How often does he mention ice cream in team meetings?
3: Uh, more than uh, I thought. Um, then I saw him <laughs> doing it, like, all the time back at the Eagles. Um, yeah, every <laughs> night before the game, everybody gets ice cream. I always do. I love it, so – I'm a big fan. Sometimes he he's got a couple big bowls of ice cream. I've seen it a couple of times. It's uh it's impressive.
1: No doubt. Last one for you, Riley. Uh on your bio, you have Luke 9, 23. Whoever wants to be my disciple, and this is Jesus speaking, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Obviously, that's an impactful Bible verse for you to have it represented as as in your bio on your social. Uh, what does yeah. it mean to you?
3: Exactly what it says to deny myself, um, my thoughts, my ambitions, um, the way I feel about myself and others, um, just completely get rid of that. I want to be renewed, um, to God's heart, to his mind, to his thoughts, to his knowledge. Um, you know, my book is the Bible. Um, my thoughts are the Bible. Um, my heart is the Bible, it's scripture. And I want to get rid of myself as much as possible. Because of, you know, what happened to Genesis, we have sinful nature. And just because I have, you know, feelings and thoughts doesn't mean that they're right. Um, Everything that I want to do, I want to align with um, Scripture and Christ. And uh, more and more I can do that growing in my faith. Um, It's something that you have to do every day. Um, It's not once a week when you go to church. It's not once, you know, a couple months if you just go during a holiday. It really is every single day. And over time, um, it'll affect you more than more than you could ever know because this Christian life um, it's amazing it's purposeful and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way but not always is it that easy um, you know it, it takes a lot of effort because um, it does completely change your life and uh, 100% for the better.
1: It's. Uh, I always tell everybody It's the greatest decision I ever made, and it's given me more peace than anything in the world can give me is is to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Doesn't mean I'm perfect. It means I need him more than ever, but uh, it's the greatest feeling in the world. Riley, really appreciate uh, your honesty, your transparency, your heart for the Lord. I wish you a ton of blessings, my man.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate you for having me on here, too. Um, There needs to be more platforms like this. Um, I appreciate you doing this for so long and excited for what you got for this story too. That's a, uh, that's really awesome. That the NFL is doing that.
1: Thank you, man. Thank you so much. That's it for this week. Thank you to Riley Patterson. Thank you to Doug, pastor Scott, and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to faith on a field show presented by international justice mission for Remy. I'm Rob Mahdi, reminding you make a difference. Be a blessing.
0: Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free.
2: Hi, this is Remy Mahdi, co-host of Faith on a Field show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors exclusive properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes, I love beach homes, I love new homes, I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com.
1: Since 1930, the Heritage family has proudly served the communities of South Jersey. From humble roots, Heritage's Dairy Stores now operates 33 convenient locations. Their desire is to become your convenience store of choice, not just because of their welcoming atmosphere, but because of their fresh, quality products. Heritage's milk is still the sweetest, coffee's hot and fresh, and Heritage's full-service delis offer the best local ingredients prepared and sliced on-site, far exceeding the competition. Heritage's dairy stores. It's not just our name, it's our heritage.